Welcome to episode 31. You are now listening to the sounds of the Mike Busey podcast. I am him, and as always, joined by my wonderful co-host, Miguel Colon Jr. Welcome to episode 31, everyone. How does it keep going? The Chicago Bulls never did anything past the three-peat. The rumors on the street, Miguel, is the last three fucking episodes are fire. Fire. Yes. So fucking fire that they keep wanting more. And we're going to put it down your hot, horny throats. I think we're going to shove it all the way down your fucking esophagus until your eyes bleed. That's right. Mike has drunk half a bottle of Crown Peach. Whoa, here comes the judgment police. Hi, I'm Miguel Colon Jr. I want to judge the shit out of Mike. The responsible sparrow who fucking every now and then drinks a little bit of, you know what I'm talking about? Oh. I think I think when we do end the show. Shout out to Pooh Boy with the Crown, Crown Royale Peach. When we do end the show, when we finally end it, we got to do like a Sopranos ending. Like mid-sentence, we just stop and cut the show. And then that's it. Just silence. Just a mid-sentence silence. Where will the show ever end? I don't know. I, sometimes I wonder when it's actually begun. I'm just glad we finally... I, I don't want to like jinx myself, but I think the production is finally on point. Because not only is the lighting and there's three goddamn Transformer fucking Tricepticon cameras... You love accessories. Like, you have set these cameras up. Where Put it's barn like, doors on them. Look, what, name the accessories that are on your cameras right now, Mike. Shotgun mic, transmitter, wireless transmitter, barn door. There's a, there's a steady cam rail on it. There's a fucking rack focus. There is a fucking very expensive lens on not one, but two, but three cameras. So if you're listening to this, you're actually doing yourself a, a, a huge disservice because. If you were a member, not only do you get to watch two fat dudes talk for two hours, but you get to hear it. Oh, yes. We'll throw in the audio if you act now. And you also get to hear and watch it first. That's right. Steven has um, been been, been informed, has been uh, delegated to make sure that the podcast is uploaded on MikeBusey.com first. So much that a wonderful Mr. Christopher actually goes to his house, the land of internet, and uploads it into the wee I hours think a of the lot morning. of people don't know that about us. If you guys have been listening to us for the past, uh, or watching Mike and everything for the past five years since we've been at this location, we have the shittiest internet. Has anyone y'all ever seen two cans of Campbell's soup with the lids off and the labels peeled off and there's... There's yarn between the two of them, and they're talking. Hello, can you hear me? That's what our internet is like. Our it's it- like two fucking homeless bums rubbing their dicks up against a rock wall and hoping they get a fucking text message. We had to literally stand outside on the front porch and put our cell phones in the air like we just don't care. We are a social media company, and we have to keep a throne chair outside so that when we need to send text messages or download shit, somebody goes sits outside at the internet chair we have a fucking chair called the Internet Chair. I've left the, I've left this room three times, Miguel, just to go get an email. Yeah, I had to go fetch it. Yeah, I get on my pony and I ride out to the Pony Express, 
And that's how I get my messages. It comes in a hieroglyphic. A pigeon comes out. Pigeon lands on me and fucking there it is. I I give me a text message or email, baby. You know, one of the most common things me and Mike talk about when we're out and about places is like we'll be somewhere. Mike's like, damn, they got 5G here. Damn, they got 5G here. Oh, I'm like, I'm like pinpointing. I'm like dropping pins on my Google Maps. Like, where is the 5G? If you go out the back gate of the Sausage Castle, mysteriously, if you go past the the random Mexican guys that rent from me, the little paint uh, paint uh, restoration could be shady, fucking questionable insurance fraud. I don't really know. I don't ask questions. Just pay me my rent. You know what I'm talking about? Outdoor fucking painting facility. Um, halfway down that driveway, for some reason. There's a fucking Bermuda Triangle of 5G. And if I can get Steven to stop vaping for five minutes and try to fuck fucking uh, green-haired chicks from fucking uh, OnlyFans, I will fucking, we will set a tower up there. And that Steven's reminds me. girls remind me of like attractive treasure trolls. They're like, they're like I'd yeah. fuck that treasure troll. But it's like she's got green hair and six diamonds in her belly button and her name is like a verb. Steven's it's vaping like... like <laughs> Whatever, Miguel. This, this is, is my girlfriend. Over. I can go to the camper and fuck another fucking treasure troll. <laughs> Steven's dick is like one of those fucking, what are these, divining rods? He just cores and looking for it. We've hit a treasure troll. Start yeah. digging, my lord. He's like, this is the girl I'm fucking right now. Her name is River at sign. So, <laughs> like, is that her Instagram handle? He's like, no, that's her birth name. Here we River go. River at sign. So we had a, we almost spent ninety thousand dollars with at&t to trench a, a fucking and when i when i say we almost this went on for over a year and yeah. before this conversation this conversation started years ago i think our megs were like three meg with CenturyLink, and i had just left a hundred meg back in st cloud south castle seven and the dude's like well, I'm a fucking big fan, man. You know, oh, this this cowboy dude, he wore a cowboy hat. Shout out to whoever he is. I guess the number on my phone. He's like, yeah, I can. I, I might be able to, you know, do some little hokey pokey between me and you and get you four meg. I was like, what am I gonna do with four meg? He's like, well, I gotta steal it from somebody else, but I can patch you in. And I'm like, this is a fucking nightmare. I just found the home of my the home of my dreams, and the price is no internet. Yeah, it is so bad. That I, I literally am a part of a Facebook group called Asatula Peeps. And it's like a couple thousand angry old people wondering where the fuck their dog is. Hey, has anyone seen this collie? It was in my yard eating my turnips. And it's all these like angry local people like, who the fuck is playing that damn music? That music one went on for a while. There was that one about the music, and I even remember because the girl's name was Sharon. And oh. she would just be like, hey, guys, update. The music's going on again. And, so, and I don't even live here. And sometimes I would just get on, and I'd be like, Sharon, it's okay. I've called the cops, so don't worry. Don't I want to make a ghost account on Facebook just so I can talk shit to them. But I have been interacting with the locals and, and trying to – I like how you say neighbor. with the locals, like we came here and landed on some foreign land. Like I've been interacting with the locals. Uh, they wear plates in their mouths and they worship stupid gods. Well, but- let's just say when I first came here, they weren't too happy. They had a fucking entire um, like protest. You would have thought I was like you thought I, you would have thought it was like the 1950s and I was full blown black. Yeah. They were having a, a modern day lynch mob down at the fucking cell phone tower, and they had pitchforks and they had like cart. They took a pallet. Have I told the story? No. Oh. They. Took- I was around for this story though. Yeah. All right. So. 
let me let me back it up. So I just left a fucking crazy roller coaster news media fucking up and down circus at Sasuke Castle Seven. Okay, got PTSD. I start shaking every time I hear a fucking helicopter over my house. I've done everything I can to not let anyone know that I've moved an hour north. Let me Lake say County, this, guys. Florida. Mike, the first time I came over here, I was like, "What's the address?" And he was like. You gave me the address to like the Dollar General or something yeah, like that. I'll meet you at the Dollar General. And then you had then you had Tim call me and give me the directions in. Yeah, yeah. I had landscapers coming over here. I was like, I'll meet you at the gas station. <laughs> and I'm like checking them out, like vetting them, like you from Lake County. <laughs> and I'm like all like checking under the car. And let me shit. see. Let me see your pockets. Let me see the pills. Yeah, you're. From I, can Lake I say County. how beautiful Jetta looks right now? If you're watching, Jetta is sitting on the desk right now, just a pretty little girl. Yes, you are, little girl. Anyways. Half a bottle of Crown. Yeah, whatever. I'm going to make some fucking gold four times in a row, baby. We're going to get that championship. Champagne showers. Oh, yes. So I did everything I could to make sure no one knew where the fuck I was going to live. I was ready to turn over a new leaf in life. I was, Miguel, ready to go legit. Because I knew I didn't want to be You were ready to go homeless. legit, but nothing was in your name, and you were doing everything unlegit again. By the way, we just went to the DMV, and I found out uh, from, if you watched, uh, if you listened to previous episodes, where the tour bus burned down, and I still had a $2,000 stop on my license. Well, good news is still there. After all these years. It's, uh, what, it's almost 10 years. It's past 10 years, because that was 2008. Let me get Scott Herman, my lawyer, on that. I need to find out when is the statute, statute fucking limitations on that. Um, so anyways, yeah, I definitely can still not get anything in my name registered, any vehicles. Guess what? I beat the system. Fuck you, man. Because I got like 17 bullshit-ass fucking vehicles and toys, and it's all in the company's name. Come and get it, bitch. Anyways, that's how you beat the man. $2,000 or buy an LLC and register it all in the business. Oh, y'all want to sue me? I'm fucking filing bankruptcy. Oh, slip and fall? Oh, that company doesn't exist anymore. Fuck you. Come get it from my dead cold hands. Oh, you want diabetes? Too bad. It's already gone. The LLC's been closed. You fucking... The LLC closed diabetes? Yeah. (laughs) Diabetes LLC is closed, baby. That's how you got to protect yourself, man, because we live in a crazy world. But anyways, back to these motherfuckers trying to fucking, uh, you know, hang me up high from a stake and fucking burn me at the cross. So I come to this town... I done tore the bus wrap off the bus. I moved at night with 12 Ecuadorian helpers, thanks to uh, the Come Artists and Jenny Jizz. Shout out to them. And my homeboy, my homeboy Stan, who uh, had a fucking uh, a giant-ass semi, moved all my shit in the middle of the night. And we came in like the Trojan horse to Asatula, Florida. And no one knew until one day I Snapchatted me in front of those big fucking lines at the front gate said, Holy fuck, my uncle lives down the street from you. That's the old ass Tula mansion. And then he told his uncle, and his uncle told everybody. And next thing you know, the shit went down. I remember. I remember there was a whole fucking town meeting outside in the strangest place. They promoted it, Miguel. They had a pallet up against every stop sign coming into the neighborhood. It was like, uh, important stop take one and they had flyers printed up with this whole photo this whole like description of describing me as like this crazy monster like at like as if fucking the the monsters the monsters just moved in and as if i was some fucking sack of shit 
And they're like, our kids are in danger. Our neighborhood's going down the shitter. The sausage castle mind has you, mind you, sex ju- parties. Mind, mind you, jump to, what, five years later, we're having a family day this weekend, and all the people in the neighborhood are like, Mike, is it okay if we come to family day? Or every party we have, hey, uh, uh, security's uh, wanting to talk to you. There's a, uh, You have four of your neighbors here? They're drunk as fuck on a golf cart? One of them come party? I'm like, let them in. They're on their horses, and they want to know if they can bring their horses in the house. Miguel, I don't know if you remember, but they had pallets. They had pallets. And then they had a preacher. stop sign with like a little fucking laminated pocket. They had tape. And here's the worst part. guys. a sign here's saying the thing take that one. Think, the thing that offended Mike the most was he looked at this, and he was like, I could organize this so much better. Like, I was like, bro, this fucking graphic on this flyer sucks. <laughs> like, guys, next time you want to do a protest about kicking me out of town, let me know because where's the promo video? Yeah. Where's the swiping up? <laughs> Has anyone RSVP'd to this event? They had a fucking. There was over a hundred people show up to this uh, cell phone tower, which does not give us any fucking. Which that's internet. my favorite part too. Is where do you guys want to have the lynch mob meeting? Want to have it at the Legion? No. Want to have it at the bowling alley? It's league night. How about the old cell phone tower? Sounds like a spot. Yeah, which is, which, uh, obviously, it was orchestrated by the preacher of this church called Church on the Barn. And uh, at, since I put those crosses up at the front gate about a year and a half ago, I don't think he's calling the police. Because they don't know that the police and me, we, we fucking, we vibe like that. We're cool. I, get, I always, I, when, you're, when you're a good person and, and, and you don't do bad things and, and, and um some of these cops and detectives and lieutenants, they look past all the crazy internet shit and they see who you really are. And um, that's why I've, I don't think we've ever talked about this publicly, but little do y'all know, a lot of people say, hey, I, I miss I miss this person, I miss that person. And they think that this person's been here the longest, that person's the longest. But there's actually, I have a bombshell to drop on them. There's been, oh, Jetta girl, you okay? There's actually been two people living on this property before I even showed up and they're here to this day. We got two guys who live on the property, two old guys. Tell me about them, Miguel. Uh, Rex and Bud. Rex and Bud. Rex is an old former preacher. Uh, youth pastor. Youth pastor. He's Son a, was in the Marines. Yeah, he's he got died. A, he's got a mullet and he lives. Strong mullet. Strong mullet. Like the mullet lets you know that like his license is suspended. If you ever like, you know, listen to a Christian rock band named Strider, I think that's what they're called. Was he their roadie? No, but he looks like he was in. He, he, was, was, he looks like he was a Christian band roadie for real. Like he's just sitting there picking a guitar. I want to like, praise he's you. He's like, let Jesus. me tell you about another guy who had long hair and a bunch of crazy ideas. And that's where I bought Abdul the puppet from. And then, uh, but the general about- store and lots of other random shit. The, the pirate hanging up. I, I started slowly, surely buying. They had a bounce house company. Rex is like this uh, old trucker dude. Yeah. Who lives on hot dogs? Shout out to hot dogs. Shout I out fuck to hot dogs. And then there's Bud. And Bud is basically like, imagine all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put somebody back together again. That's Bud. His body is failing. Yeah, it's, like, it's bad. He's I gonna, feel good he's when I see need, him walk. I'm like, damn, I'm doing good. He's going to need to end up being in that Ninja Turtle Krang suit uh, eventually where he's just <laughs> sitting inside some giant robot stomach. Because- so Bud and Rex live at the back end of the corner of the property, which we call the graveyard. And Bud, but here's the thing with Bud. Bud uh, brings us pizzas every now and then and stuff like that. But Bud, we tell Bud all the time. We're like, Bud. Tell him how he talks. Say it. Say how he talks. Oh, I don't tell you, Miguel. 
I'll tell you the thing. <laughs> I don't know about this. I don't know about this. I don't know about this. This mechanic guy here, I think he's fucking you, Mike. And then here's the thing. You might look into it. Here's the thing with Bud, though. He's always like worried that we that we feel slighted by him or something. Like I'll pass by and be like, "What's up, Bud?" And he'll be like, "Hey, buddy, you got a second to talk?" And I'm like, "No, I got something to do." And then I'll see him later on. He's like, "Hey, we good, man? We good?" And I'm like, "Yeah, what's wrong?" He's like, "Well, earlier, you didn't stop to talk to me." They're, and I'm old, like, they're <laughs> very old, old fashioned, and. um you think I talk a lot? If you get caught with Bud or Rex on the property, and Rex, you got to remember to watch out because you, you just don't want to be rude around him. And I don't mean that we're rude, but you know you don't want to be like, yeah, yeah, this this pussy. No, I tell I tell friends like, yo, this is my guy. He'd be putting in some some prayer requests. Oh, he with, tells with it all the, the time. Upstairs, don't be don't fucking play. That's games. my favorite thing with Rex. Rex would be like, I just want to let you know, Miguel. I prayed for you today. Hey, if Rex, uh, Bud, Rex and Bud are getting me into heaven because. Not only have they been two amazing old school dudes, they just this is guys. You always want to hear the dirt. This is this is groundbreaking. We've never talked about this. Oh, and and these and, guys have been living here before we were here. Yeah, they're like and, they're like Neanderthal, and we're like Homo sapien. Like they're just a different gene and everything. And here's what's cool. So this ties back into what I was talking about. Miguel, be proud of me. Is they had this basically this this meeting slash protest about Mike Busey and the Sausage Castle. Mike Busey forward slash meeting dot com. And old Bud shows up to the meeting, and here's the preacher. I send okay. First of all, I send the worst, the worst representation of me of all time. Casey, drunk on Michelob Ultras <laughs> at like three thirty in the afternoon. Tim Valley, ready to fight anyone. Ready to just to fucking smash someone's skull in. Yeah, he's ready to do a line off a stripper's ass and go to this meeting. And Weeble Wobble. Weeble Wobble has no clue where he is most of the time. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I have video footage of this. They show up to a meeting on the side of the road, which is at like some like, it's like at some it's electrical tower, man. business. They have like a batting cage and they got some rebel flags out in front of it. Like we're talking, which is cool if they're listening. Hey, you know, you're cool. Whatever. Do what you think. Anyways, um, they showed up to this and cops are there. There's over a hundred people. Like this is, I have the video footage. I'm not exaggerating as, as Miguel will testify. Yes. This is, this is legit. And at this time, Channel 9 is flying over my house. Helicopters, they're at my gate. They're basically saying, yeah, would you like to have it? Would you like to do an interview? I'm like, and I pull, I pull, I pull a little fucking Trump card. I was like, send in Jamie Nichols. He's my guy at Channel 9. So the dude got ice. You're like, I ain't talking. Coming out with a machine gun. I'm not talking to anyone except for Jamie Nichols. No, And we want a bunch serious. of pizza. Send a bunch of pizzas in. So, so the news reporter, who who was a cool dude, I forget his name. Whatever, he he was a veteran, um, a veteran at the news station. I would. This is me. New, let me let me add this. Veteran. Let me add this. If I'm ever in that situation where I'm calling in a reporter, I'm calling in the goddamn meteorologist because he don't know what to do. I'm like, send in the fucking weather guy. He's like, send I, in I, Windy Chill. They're fucking. They're like putting him up with a fucking mic. He's like, I got no fucking clue what I'm supposed to do. He just comes to you and he's like, Mike, before we say anything. Tomorrow it's going to be about thirty-eight degrees. With a this is a real. This is like a real standoff. As is all going on, so all these local people got fucking super worked up that I moved into town. They're having this fucking huge meeting, and Weeble Wobble. Which, if you don't know who Weeble Wobble is, I don't know how to explain him. He's just God bless him. And, His uh, eyes don't 
look anywhere. There's no direction. They're just kind of everywhere. Like we talks Wobble, like Mickey Mouse. Yeah, Weeble Wobble's eyes. Sweetheart, look like, they look like I love they, they, Wobble's eyes look like they're scanning the skies for enemy aircraft. Like they're just moving around at all times. He's drunk as fuck. He he's. Hey, Mike! I just went to that meeting. That's how he talks. Mike, huh. I was at the meeting and they were saying some pretty racy stuff about you. So they started talking, and then everyone's like. Basically, the church is like trying to pretend that they didn't assemble this whole thing, yeah. which they did. Like, it's pamphlets, motherfuckers. They're passing out pamphlets, propaganda, you know, fucking Nazi fucking paraphernalia. Do you know the hospital where Mike Busey was born is in Louisiana? And Louisiana has a lot of murders. Coincidence? I think not. Mike Busey's friends with a lesbian. Is that who you want in your neighborhood? <laughs> Dead ass serious, bro. <laughs> so. This old dude, Bud, and Rex were at this meeting, and this preacher starts talking shit, and um, Tim Valley starts popping off and, I guess, says some cuss words or something, and these other angry dudes are like, don't you talk to my preacher like that. And it was like, whoa, it's getting crazy like that right off the rip, and the cops were like, all right, everyone just chill out. We're kind of curious, but we're concerned too. But we're kind of curious. What the, does it mean? We're getting our dick sucked or what? Yeah. <laughs> so, so everyone's like just trying to battle out, and here comes Bud, and he's like, "Well, yeah, you ever talked to the guy?" And he's like, "No, but why would I?" He's like, "He's actually a pretty nice guy. Talked to him several times. Seems like a good dude, a hardworking man. Just trying to live his life. Doesn't mean no harm." And he's like, huh, 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 "Who are you?" He's like, "I live there." He's like, huh, 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 huh. So, like, ever since that, Bud came to my rescue, and him and Rex live rent-free as of the last year plus. I shouldn't talk their business, but it's just, yeah. it is what it is. Because I, I, when motherfuckers keep a G with me, I keep a G with you, and, and they stuck by my side. And, and they came to a time that I was definitely, like, leaving Osceola County, which was a fucking circus. I feel like if Rex took his shirt off... It would be nothing but like old English script Bible verses tattooed on his body. He used to be a drug dealer. And knife wound on him. He used to be a drug dealer, and he did like a a, a rock rock and roll like puppet ministry, like youth pastor. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, wait, dead ass. Would you ever? Abdul no, was listen, ministering to know, kids in the would hood. Would you ever? Say, would you? Would you ever? Was with Jesus? Would, would goddamn? Would you ever? Sorry, I had to say that. It's an important part of the story, Miguel. Go ahead. Would you ever send your kid to a puppet ministry? Yes. I, no, I'm not. Because if you send your kid to a puppet ministry and anything happens to your kid, everybody's like, well, you should have seen that coming. All right, listen. Now, no. <laughs> no. 20, 30 years ago, yes, because these goddamn shithead kids need, need like, well, hey, kids. you got to draw them in with candy and beer and puppets. I know. That's how you molest kids, Mike. That's not how you preach to them. Whoa, whoa. Listen. You put your hand up a puppet's ass, that's not molesting. That's preaching the gospel, Miguel. Hey, kids, it's me, Jerry the Lovable Puppet, and I want to talk to you about intolerance. It's okay, as long as you're doing it to the gays, you know? <laughs> so, fucking Bud came to my rescue, and for the first couple years, he was when I took over the property, he was so paranoid that Still what do you mean? He's just about to say the first couple. He's still 100% paranoid that we're going to kick him out, even though we've told him, bro, you can stay here until Mike secretly wants to find Bud and Rex's dead bodies on the property one day. Well, that brings me to the next point. Rex, the, the former youth pastor, the puppet minister, whose son, which here's the deal his son was a Marine and he, and he died. 
and I can tell when he sees like us because yeah. we're like his son's age. Yeah. He can he he feels that camaraderie that he had with his son. He's like these fuckers are alive and my boy's dead. There is no god. Yeah. <laughs> so so take my fucking puppets. I don't want them anymore. <laughs> no, I definitely bought his puppets. I bought I bought a lot of cool shit. Um, anyways, um, can you imagine if the puppet like you could snap a finger and make that puppet talk? It used to be a youth minister, and now it's Abdul, the shit talking puppet that eats pussies on videos. You'd whoa, snap your fingers. Whoa. You'd snap In case your, Rex is listening, that's a lie. You'd snap your fingers and be like, "Abdul, that's like, a lie." Burn me in a fucking fire, Rex. Burn me in a fire. I don't want to do this anymore. Hey, you know what's funny is as he was selling them to me, he, he goes, "Well, Mac." Oh, uh, you're not going to do anything dirty with him. <laughs> it wasn't 24 hours before Abdullah shit talking puppy was eating pussy and going and giving him an Indian accent. And and then and then like a year later I found out he actually had a Hawaiian shirt in his little fucking he had his own little like suitcase he came in. He has wardrobe and all this shit. And my ex-girlfriend that bitch fucking broke his hands and shit. And yeah, so Abdullah shit talking puppet is a fucking came from a youth pastor Somebody's gonna who see- lives on our property and been here before us, and we fucking love him. And no one's ever, ever publicly talked about the two Sausage Castle roommates who have been here the longest. You think this person's been here the longest? Wrong. You think that girl's been here the longest? Wrong. There's a guy that are fucking on death doorknob that has been here longer than every one of us, and they're cool as fuck. And if you see them, you'll see Bud around 4 or 5 o'clock. Come into a Chevy, a Chevy Blazer, gold color. Go into the outdoor shower. Every now and then, I'm giving a tour <laughs> to some important people. I remember one time <laughs> I brought Shaq over. Shaq was here and he's walking around. He's like, hey, "What's up?" And then he's like, "I remember like the nice thing." Bud goes, "Hey man, uh, hey, uh, hey man, sorry to bother you, uh, but listen, uh, was that a was that Shaquille O'Neal?" I was like, "Yes, Bud, that was Shaquille O'Neal." And then he's like, "Oh man." I was over there getting ready to take a shower, and I got these outdoor showers, and he was out there butt naked, and he was trying to get back in his truck. He had to hide out because Shaq was, like, driving around on the golf cart with me looking at shit on the fucking property. And then these two old dudes are so cool, and no one knows who they are, and I would love to see. We always talked about doing a show, secretly filming them, and that they don't even know, and just tell them one day that I only came here just to do a show about them, and they would totally believe it. I can't. I can't. Wait till like, some, somebody's watching your secret snap, and you got like a fucking orgy going, and you got Abdul there fucking all these girls, and somebody's like, "Oh, this is hot." They're like jacking off, and they're like, "Wait a second, is that Charlie the charitable puppet?" <laughs> <laughs> what was funny? It he was, ministered to me when no, I was twelve. Here's what's worse. So one day I <laughs> was going out by Rex's his, his, his fucking camper, and I see. He, he, brought, he introduced me to a son who is alive. The the the, the plot twist. The, the the younger one, the younger son, the super cool, right? And his son, um, I looked at him, and he had a Tom and Dan shirt on. And I kind of said, oh, "Those are no. our homies." If you guys don't know Tom and Dan, they got a show called uh, "A Corporate Time and a Mediocre Time" with Tom and Dan. They are radio homies. Yes, yeah, some longtime homies. We've done their uh, podcast many times. If you ever want to listen to me and Miguel, also be a train wreck on another format, <laughs> go listen to Tom and Dan's show. Uh, very good friends of ours. We love them. Thank you, and to all the uh, big dick millionaires. Thank you all. If you are listening, we love you. Thank you. So 
I see his son's shirt. I go, oh, God. Oh, no. He definitely knows who I am. You ever be somewhere and you meet someone for the first time and you know they know you and you know they where they know you from? And then you're just kind of like, okay, we're just going to be quiet about this. And then you're like, we're looking at his dad. We don't want to hurt his dad's feelings. We're like respectable around Rex. And let me also remind you all that Rex has had five triple bypass. Yeah. Like there are. He doesn't even have a heart anymore. He's got a can of Red Bull and a stopwatch just inside his chest. This guy is listening to like DC talk. And walking around the fucking track, and that is the only thing keeping it alive. And I swear to God, thank you, Rex, for keeping me on your prayers list. I fucking love you. You're the fucking man. And you and I know I'm doing the Lord's work. Rex and Bud will never pay rent as long as I'm alive. And you guys, to understand this, too, however, if I die and someone else takes over this shithole, you know, all bets are off. Rex, Rex and Bud, they're probably about the same age. Uh, Rex has had like 900 heart transplants and shit. Bud. When you watch Bud walk out of his car, it's like 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 I've never seen something so sad. You ever seen a crashed ass dummy hit a wall <laughs> yeah. and then he tries to walk off from the scene of the crime? That's what Bud is. Bud's hip is made out of like fucking foam or something. Because they live in two RVs in the very back and they live off hot dogs and chicken nuggets. And they're the coolest, most polite, respectable guys you'll ever see. May I add this? I have never seen Bud get angry until one time. Oh. Bud got angry at a dude who used to work here. He was uh, one of our maintenance mechanics. And Bud got angry. And Bud, but mind you, Bud's the nicest guy. He's real timid. Like I said, he's always like, Look, you guys have a problem? Is there a problem? I, I want to make sure there's not a problem. Bud got angry. He's frail as fuck. He has to lean on his car to talk to you because his leather bones, skin. Leather. He looks like Daytona Beach became a person, and he's got to <laughs> lean on his fucking yes. car. Old trucker. Old trucker. Skin, leather ass. Skin made of fine mahogany. If he had tattoos, they would be green. And he goes. He looks at the dude he hasn't beef with, and he's like, and the guy's like, Bud, I'm trying to explain. He goes, you need to shut the fuck up right now. He got gangster real quick. He goes, I swear to God, if I was 20 years younger, I'd fuck you up right now. <laughs> and you don't understand. That's like, that's like your just old, no problems uncle just snapping on a motherfucker. It's like a fucking, it's like a, a fucking department store Santa looking at somebody and being like, I'm going to shit down your throat and skull fuck you if you don't shut up. So, um, I don't, I can't tell that story. Let's just say there was an FBI raid on the property. Oh, before yeah. I got here, and Rex was here, and he tells me stories how he fucking came out with this. This is the gun. thing: there was an FBI he raid. shot the pirate. You know the yeah. pirate that's hanging above <laughs> yeah, the cabana? Yeah. It's missing a leg. He shot it. He thought someone was trying to break in. It was the FBI because like someone here was doing some like crazy chop shop shit or something. I don't know. I'm not snitching. I ain't talking shit. I don't know. <laughs> he shot the pirate. That's how fucking wild ass he was. He just pulled out a gun. The pirate looked ethnic, and he put around it. <laughs> Fucking, I'm. T- have you ever seen that magic box? The red magic box with you, you put the little blades in, you chop people in half. That also got the. I got that. We from bought Rex. the general store from him. Yeah, the 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 brown trailer that you see. We bought that. And from we bought him. And, and then we bought like some flails and like weapons and stuff. Or oh uh, yeah, like these guys. We came. We, why have we? Why have we gone this long and not talked about the two longest sausage castle roommates? Let me tell you this part of this. We came into the trailer to buy. Only the uh, the trailer for the general store. We came into Rex's place, and Mike's like, look. $5,000 yeah. later. He's like, look, we're just going to buy this trailer, but I don't want any of this old guy's bullshit. I just want the trailer. And we're literally like 30 minutes in there. Hold on, hold on, like, hold on. He has, 
He takes one of the warehouses. Let me. Yeah. So he has a trailer that he lives in, and he has a trailer that I buy. And he's got these tall, like, curtains that were at Disney World or something. I've never gone up in his personal space until one day. He's like, all right, why don't you come out here and look behind the curtain? And he fucking opens it up, and it was like, Ah, yeah, like Wizard of Oz, all this cool shit. It goes from Mike. It goes from Mike being like, "We're going there, we're lowballing, we're gonna get this trailer." To him being like, "Go to the house and go to the safe." <laughs> we even didn't have enough cash to buy the stuff. Where we had to start being like, "What can we throw in for?" Like, how about no rent? We're we're all fucking grouping shit together, doing some bundling packages <laughs> yeah, and shit. Fucking. And I remember, remember we got being, all those mic stands. Remember we got all those mic stands. Oh yeah, no. Too. Listen, this guy had an entire living room. Because he used to be a Christian rock band, dude. It was it was like a youth ministry from the '80s set up in this warehouse. If, all right, so here's the deal: if you've been here, and if you're listening, because you've been here because you're a member of MikeBeach.com, you get to watch this and listen to it, and you get to come to the parties. We have kids, uh, kids' day slash family day coming up soon in a couple weeks. And then we have our first members weekend, which means it's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday party. And mind you, this is the second annual Kids Kids Week. Uh, it always happens in February, Kids Day. And last day, last time it did oh. happen right after our high rollers fucking bachelor party. <sighs> and we literally good time. I hopped, I had to hop on a plane to New Orleans and leave random hoes still walking around drunk an hour before family day and i'm like I'm we're, so t- we're like listen baby you gotta put some clothes on or She's get the like, fuck out I of here just, we got kids on the way and they're just like i just i, I want to fuck you right now I'm like that's great you gotta I put fucked, some clothes on i fucked <laughs> six girls at night and i'll be dropping the video exclusively on mikebusey.com this week or maybe next week but soon it was almost like an 80s sitcom where it's like, we double booked the convention center and we've got the fucking... We were literally shuffling strippers out the back door as families were coming in the front. <laughs> yeah. We were wiping shit down and talking about being nervous. It was as if like your preacher comes over to for the first time to your house. Like, hey, I just want to come over and minister to you. We're all fucking turning into octopuses, cleaning shit, wiping things. <laughs> like... Does it smell okay? I, I don't know. It smells... We're like sniffing the air and shit, like more incense. I'm like covering... Wipe it down. There's like a dildo there. I'm grabbing Play-Doh and changing it, making it a Triton. You know? <laughs> <laughs> fucking putting throne chairs up against stripper poles and making it look like a fucking uh, a, a first responder's pole. Yeah. Fucking daycare. <laughs> but ha- I just to want to go on know, the fireman's pole, but before you do it, let me wipe that down with some alcohol. Oh, no. We made... We turned the Sausage Castle into PG-13... One of the uh, stripper fucking lady friends, models, whatever the fuck you want to call her, won't say her name, that I was dating at the time, she dressed up as a fucking Disney princess. She's like Elsa. Yeah. And, se- and here's it is. I got to piss. Yeah. She's dressed up as an Elsa, but like an Elsa that you're like, I want to fuck that Elsa. And she's running around. And it's it's we we did we did all the shit. This is how a sausage castle uh, throws together like a kids' day. Uh, we get like six hundred dollars worth of pizza, and we have a pizza eating contest. So we carb them up. Once we carb them up, then we start making up games that we know they really can't play because they're way too fucking tired. We're like, who wants to do the quarterback challenge? And kids are just fucking puking on the lawn and shit like that. It was it was magical. 
It was like us giving back. And still, the entire time, we're like counting, and I'm like, I only counted 16 strippers. Three are missing. Like, <laughs> at any point, three could come out and be like, who wants to see my pussy? And I'm like, all the boys, but this is illegal. We would have we literally had to whip Abdul out and be like, this is Abdul, the, uh, the preaching puppet. He's like, mommy, Abdul smells like a fish. <laughs> it's like, well, he was, he was working hard last night. <laughs> and you know, low-key, all the dads were like, all right, so where are they at? Yeah. Where are they at? They're like looking behind curtains and shit, <laughs> looking in the cars like, where'd they put them? We had, to, we had to fucking dress one like a bear and just throw her like a rug on the floor, just laying there all passed out. When I say like, I fucked six strippers, am I lying? No, no. no like I'm, some people are like, I know if you listen to podcasts and you listen to radio shows, you probably think that some of your favorite personalities are all real. I got news for you guys. They're not. I hate to tell you, Santa Claus ain't real. Neither is the Easter Bunny. And some of your favorite fucking podcasters, they're, they're fake. They're and here's, here's something I learned. Now, I, I really I've, fucked these hoes. I've never fucked six girls at a time. I'm saving that for marriage. But um, Lies. Wa- watching you do it, Mike... I realized that you don't even get to enjoy but two of them. And the rest of them are just putting your dick in so that yeah, you can it's, say it's, you did it. It's, it's like, like a Guinness Book thing. Where it's like it's putting like, the, the the flag on the moon. Like, okay, we're here. We can go now. We were here. If you put in your wiener and you penetrate the walls of the vagina, three pumps, that's it. Pull out and go to the next one. Three you, pumps is a technical fuck. Yeah, that's it. Two, mm, one, no. No, one three, is no. You were in there. You can tell your friends you beat it up all night. Yeah. Pumped three times. You you fucked her. She cried. It was beautiful. It was romantic. It was fucking everything you ever wanted to be. And, and um, do you pick one? Do you like, I'm, I'm coming back to that. No, no. Yeah, it's like, of course. Because this is how I look at it. This is how I look at it to me. It reminds me of that first plate you make at the buffet, the exploratory plate, where you're like, I'm going to get some of this. I'm going to get some of this. But that second and third Don't plate, you're like. Don't fill up on the, ha- the ham, boy. Yeah, I'm going. Save some room for some macaroni. Yeah, that third plate, I know exactly what I'm going for. It's just corn nuggets and fucking wontons, you know? Yeah, but it's really hard when you have like. Six girls in your bed, and you don't got a big, big tool. So it's like it's not like you have no. this giant dick to fuck six girls with. Like you got to make like this I'm happen. Like, Yo, come on, dick, get it together. Like my dick's like been ready twenty minutes before I even thought this was happening, and I was already like talking it up in my mind, like, oh, what if? Yeah. And then next thing you know, like there, we're, like you'd have to watch the video, which I will upload on. No, no, you can you can explain it on the podcast to oh. entertain the people. Oh, that's right, I forgot we were doing that. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, you should definitely fucking, uh, well, be the judge for yourself. You'll see me uh, making my most valiant attempt of pleasuring multiple women at once. Yeah, did once. you give up on pleasuring some of them just to make sure oh, you yeah. got it? Yeah, Like the one I'd already been fucking, I was like, you don't even count. Like, I'm like, <laughs> all right, here, where's two, three, four, five, and six at? And I'm like, okay, I can tell you're definitely lesbian. Though- you're more into the chick thing, so you're probably disgusted by the sight of me because I look like fucking Homer Simpson naked. So let me just technically um, though. I mean, it's kind of like they ran a train on you. They did. I, they took advantage of me. You got trained, ran. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not here to snitch. I'm not calling the police. Whatever. It's cool. Afterwards, they took too. Of me. Wasn't I was there horny one, and drunk and, and I was lonely. Wasn't there one girl who hit us up and she was like, "Hey, my boyfriend." Oh, like <laughs> that's all the, the best. time. That's the best when they're like, yeah, "I had a good time." My boyfriend. If listen, he, uh, I it was great. Thank you for uh, everything. Had a great time. You were such a gentleman. Appreciate everything. 
Um, but yeah, um, I think my entire family just joined your site to see what happened because they heard I was going there. You know how awkward it is? And I'm not going to say it. Don't yeah, say his say name it. I won't or her say his name. name. There's a person that we do business with is such a nice gentleman, but I have had sex with his daughter in multiple situations and he's so cool. I don't know if he knows, I don't know if she's told him, but he's really nice, and I I am very grateful for him. But I'm also grateful for his daughter for sharing her genitals consensually with me several times, and and uh, I've had a lot of fun. I won't say her name, or will I? I don't know. I've I have okay. Last week I drank a little baby bottle, of crown. a baby bottle, but now I'm halfway into a bigger bottle. I'm doing good, right? I'm not like I'm not being a, too much of a train wreck. You hold that together. All right, thanks. <laughs> Miguel's like a judgmental father. He's like, "Oh, Mark's drawing the bottle." God, <laughs> God you- damn it, Miguel! Get, can I have some time? I've been working since seven a.m. Oh no, scrapping so shit, doing graphics, editing things, filming. We did another episode of uh, White Trash Life Hacks of Gum Gang. He smoked a bowl out of a bass. And I'm not going to go into details. I'm a bass's asshole. And I can still smell the God. bass asshole on me. Gum Gang has the ability to pick up the odor of anything he's dealing with. Listen, I, I can smell Gum Gang and, and the essence of the video, whatever the fuck we're filming, hours If you guys after. don't know who Gum Gang is, he's a toothless, calls himself, he used to call himself Florida's wildest stuntman. He's just this toothless, wild-ass redneck. And uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, there's gum gang, and I'm gonna smoke a bowl out of a bass's ass. And he pitches you the idea. He's like, hey guys, I got this idea. And he's so like, when he when, when I don't want to ruin the mystery. Me. I don't want to ruin the mystery of the fact. But when he's not in character, he's a kind of different dude. Even though the character is really him. When you say character, you mean when he has his teeth in? When he has his teeth in, he's like, hey fellas, I got this idea. Uh, I think I want to uh, smoke a bowl. You're like, whoa, 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 what? What did you say? He's like, I want to smoke a bowl out of a bass's Excuse ass. Excuse me, sir. Is this Gum Gang or another guy named Gum Gang? And when he tells you about it, he's like, you're like, you want to smoke a bowl of a bass's ass? You're like, what are you going to do? He's like, well, I'm going to take a bass and I'm going to finger its asshole to make a make an airway passage. And then I'm going to pack a bunch of weed in that asshole and smoke out of its mouth. And I'm like, is this going to work? He's like, oh, I've done it. He came at, he, <laughs> he came at Miguel today. He, 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 he oh, hit him with the fucking fish in his he face. Him, he, got, he got me with some fish guts in the face. I kicked him in the balls earlier, too, or later. Listen, but, uh, uh, so if you if you're not a member, you're not gonna. I hate to sound like a, a fucking broken record here, but we're we're uh, producing original fucking content. We're like making super legit television programming just for you members that may involve some genitals every now and then, and some good comedy and the some last good the last lines. episode with Gum Gang on White Trash Life Hacks. We did what was called dick fishing, yeah. and he tied a real fishing line onto his dick and then tied bait on the end, and no lie, first Straight cast out, caught. caught a fucking turtle. On accident. On accident. We weren't even ready. Chris, our camera guy, wasn't even there oh, yet. Oh, me and Chris were, check this out, me and Chris were together. We were walking across the bridge to you guys, and all we heard was, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that was all real. And we're like, what the fuck's going on? Well, the best part is we didn't run or speed up to get there. We're just like, I wonder what that is. We get there. There's Gum Gang. Butt ass naked with fishing line tied around his cock, and it's like cutting his cock in half. And there's this big ass turtle just yanking on it. And he's like, Holy fuck, turtle's gonna cut my dick off. Turtle's and, and gonna cut my dick le- off. A three legged snapping turtle, by the way, which we did not want to fucking bite the goddamn line, motherfucker. He just ate the line, but this turtle's big too. 
You know, it's a big ass three legged turtle. turtle. And just imagine fishing line. They get what it wants. Imagine this. Imagine tying fishing line. Takes what it gets. Onto your finger. And then something yanking the fishing line on your finger. We all know how much that hurts, but imagine your dick. Yeah, your dick, yeah. Your flaccid dick, fucking 25 pound test, (laughs) getting fucking strangulated, strangulated. Your your cock, your flaccid wiener getting strangulated by a fucking snapper turtle with some fishing line. He's like, Mike, it's cutting the circulation off a cock. Mike, Mike. And Mike's just laughing, filming it. And then here's the added part. Gum Gang's ball cheese Ugh. smelled so bad. I smell it to this day, Miguel. Bro, like Mike had this angry face the whole time he was I filming. had to walk off yeah, and several I, times. And, and, and I read Mike really well, so I could tell. And I'm like, Mike, what's wrong? What are you pissed off about? He's like, I'm not pissed off. And I'm like, bro, what are you pissed off about? Like, I'm not pissed off. It's just, I can smell that ball cheese. It's a goddamn ball cheese, Miguel. <laughs> it was like, you ever, can't go, work in these you ever go to like a fancy shop and you're smelling all different kinds of cheeses you've never smelt before? It was like that. It was like you got a cheese basket from Greece. I remember the first time like, I went to the, the Grand Bohemian and yeah. me and Jacob Mosler and Ben and Ralphie were all eating some fancy. I'm like, I love cheese. Please give me the cheese. And they brought us some cheese. And I smelled it. I was like, whoa, this smells like shit. And it tasted like shit. I was like, y'all got some fucking Velveeta slices in the back or something, Blair? Like, I am not fucking with this. I've, I've come to realize the more expensive and fancier it is, the shittier it tastes. No, you just yes. you just only eat Velveeta cheese. You uncivilized <laughs> swine, you. Uh, well, hey, guess what? That takes us to well, our let first. Let me guess. It takes us to our first half. Rah. But when we come back, we'd like to tell you guys to about. Episode, or season, or Will they listen to hour two? They better because when we come back, we're going to talk about our garage sale. We're going to give away a million dollars a new car. Well, no, we're going to talk about the fun garage sale shopping we're about to do tomorrow and oh, wow. Thursday. So, I've guys, heard, they're not going to want to hear. They're they're definitely going to want to hear this. Yeah, we're definitely going. We're definitely going to go raid two people's houses that are letting us come by and grab super some famous shit. people's houses. We're going to tomorrow and the next day. Cool. Stay well, tuned. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Mike BC Show. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBC.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff. But for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBC.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBC.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking, and fucking some 
the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During Members Weekend, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The Beauty Beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone the extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike Busey for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. Two Memberships is you're missing out. I, uh, I started following Mike Busey about, uh, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy, and uh, allows people to come here. They're like outcasts of society, and they fit in well, and uh, I was like, yeah, I gotta, get, I gotta fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months, became a member a month ago, so, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle, having a great day of fucking the drunken field bed. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track. Swim in our lake. Enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade. Epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Yeah. That's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black, they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our, all our stuff so far. The members' weekend, I'm gonna put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just, it, it's life. It's, it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like, it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during members weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us 
for absolutely free backstage or even on stage. Oh, yes. If you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from L.A. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey. And then he introduces you to a whole another fucking life. And then you just become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show that Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, Bullshit the gas station. The Sausage Castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. Welcome yourself to the glorious hour number two. You've made it. Congratulations. We should play that like Zelda music, like when you unlock a secret or some shit. Yeah. (laughs) You've made it. Congratulations. Hey, before we start this uh, hour, we would like to wish a special happy birthday to a homeboy of ours. Trace Cyrus. Trace Cyrus. Happy fucking birthday. Happy birthday, you old fuck. Old man. It's weird. It's weird too, because this is the thing. Like Trace is in really good shape and all that stuff. So like when as he gets older, it's gonna get shittier for him. But like for me and you, we've already accepted. Yeah, the fact we've that accepted this is, this that. This is what it is. Yeah, he's like some sexy ass young guy who's getting older, and he's gonna see like, uh oh, Mike, you know, I shit in my pants now, my guy. <laughs> yeah. So 10, 20 years from here, I'm like, shit, I've been sh- I've been handling shit in my pants for years. I can handle this. Yeah, like it's nothing. Like my body hurts. We went and played putt putt last week. My body still hurts. From yeah, that, by the eighteen way. holes of bending over to pick up a ball. And Steven, the next by week- the way, you owe Roddy Rob twenty five dollars still. This guy reneging on his bets. This motherfucker. God take damn. Him nowhere. God damn it, Steven. Yeah, it was like hole nine that I realized bending over was going to be the fucking end of me. Like, and I was like doing it all. I was like curtsying to get the ball after a while, just like bowing my legs and shit. I was planning my fucking bend overs in front of like, I'm like, all right, this guy, when his ball goes in, he can get grab both of our balls. <laughs> I was strategizing my bend overs. I only get so many bend overs a day, you know? That's the thing. When you're a fat dude, man, you get limited bend overs. You got to plan those bend overs. You don't want to waste. Like, like if my shoe goes untied twice in one day, fuck it. Well, <laughs> like, Miguel, you know, that's that's a bend over three. You only got yeah. one more left in the day. And you want to use it now or you want to save it for The thing is, too, you get a range of bend overs. It might be seven. It might be ten. So once you get to, like, six bend overs, you're like, shit, this one actually could be the last bend over, or I could have three more. You don't know. It's true. I mean, what's what's a what's a fat guy injury you've suffered that you're embarrassed about? I'll tell you guys one. Uh, well, I couldn't wipe my ass for about two years. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, was, that was pretty embarrassing. That's horrible. <laughs> shout out to Bidet and shout out to this fucking pandemic that they had no pays on my anus because I've been using water and a Walmart coat hanger. 
I had to. Well, recently I did. I went on iDrive International Drive. It's like a tourist area over here, big tourist area. And I went on this thing called the Slingshot. And it's that, it's that like attraction. You went on the Slingshot, Miguel? Yeah. And let me tell you about you this. You brave soul. I, got, I get on the Slingshot. I go to get in. The whole time we're going to get in, I'm already thinking. You're kissing your rosary beads. No, or I'm calling just like your grandma. No, up. I'm not worried about shit. I'm just like really. I'm not. Yeah, I don't, I'm not scared. Of I'm scared to do that. Uh, I'm just like you're brave. I'm, I'm not gonna fit him look like an asshole. I'm not gonna fit him look like an asshole. That was my whole thought process was I'm not gonna fit and I'm gonna look like an asshole. Because at first there was nobody behind us in line, so I was like cool. But then there was a bunch of people, and then it started to be like young teenagers. And at my age now, there's nothing I'm more intimidated by than looking like an asshole in front of young teenagers, man. Oh, I because I know this. I'm gonna be on a tiktok or some shit looking like a piece of shit no i had this at a halloween horror nights at universe studios here in orlando florida and i was drunk as fuck and for some reason halloween horror nights it's like basically they turn it in these theme parks at hollow uh universe studios into like hollow like a, a, a haunted house a halloween with horror nights yes like the title suggested Great. Okay. <laughs> so I'm walking around. These motherfuckers, they be seeing me somehow. I don't know if it's big ass teeth glowing in the dark or some shit. I don't know. Like, yeah, so I went to ride one of these little fucking roller coasters. And I get up there and everyone's like, yo, what up? Oh, my music. I mean, it's probably like two dudes, but in my mind, it felt like 10. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, what up, yo? <laughs> what up, guys? See y'all at the bottom. I get up on the motherfucker. They go to uh, throw the lap bar down. And they're like, oh, hold on. Why don't you try one of our our, our, uh, our plus side? I don't know how they said it because there's a like a, a very um, political correct way of telling people they're too fat to ride the rides. Like, they tell you it's your shoulders. Like, they basically tell you like, oh, bro, your shoulders are too broad for this ride. Yeah. So they try to transfer me into this other fucking uh, section of the roller coaster to where – more people gathered was like, yo, they go, all I can hear is, oh, hell yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. What up, guys? How are you doing? And there was the moment that I found out I was too fat to ride traditional rides. Well, this one got me on the on the slingshot. I walked, I walked the, the fucking mile of shame back down this ramp past everyone who had already been in line with as they look like, oh, this guy puss out. You could tell them like, well, Henry, he was too big, and then they they had like some special concierge like accompany me. Oh yeah, you can go over to the mummy ride. (laughs) You want to watch a show, you fat fuck? How would you like to sit outside in some open breeze? Yeah, how about Uh, I get you a funnel cake and you just cry while your friends get off this ride, you fat fuck? Oh no, that's how you feel. They did that, but here's what happened. In the middle of the transfer, as they hand me down to somewhere else that didn't require, like, you know, restrictions of body fucking size, the guy was like, huh, what? Uh, what are you here for? I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I was just too fat to ride over there at the mummy, and they told me to come down here. Like, oh, yeah, okay. And then, and yeah, anyways, and then a bunch of other people ran up to me. Like, oh, well, I Mike. couldn't. Well, I, well, they're getting me on the line. I feel for your the, pain. For the slingshot. And I'm just seeing more people get behind me, and I'm like, fuck. And there's like teenagers. They got their phones and out and shit. Yeah, because they're all having a blast. You know, they're filming everybody getting on because that's what you do anyway. They're like, and I'm like, fuck. So I get there, and I looked at the dude, and I was like, straight up, like, he's like a young Haitian cat. You had a, you had a girl I, with you? Yeah, yeah. And oh, I, so you were stunting. You were stunting hard. And I go, and What's I go up, to, baby? I'm going to take you on a little thrill well, ride. I go, to, I, go to the, I go to the fucking kid. I'm like, am I going to fit on this? 
like you're like up. whispering like yeah 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 i'm like Yo, tell I'm me we're gonna fit i'm like am i gonna fit on this and he looks at 20s. me 20s well he looks at me he's like man we gonna see what we can do <laughs> and i was like <laughs> <laughs> and then so he gets you're me. throwing him more 20s like squeeze no 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 so he gets me he gets me i sit in he's like all right do me this do me this he's like sit up straight and lean back so now i'm like arch he's like all right and then he's like touching. He's gonna my, hurt your pelvis. He's like but touching. We're gonna fit you in. Yeah, he's like touching my stomach, and he's like, "Oh damn, bro!" He's like, "You got one." He's up. fucking well, he goes, transferring your kidney and shit. Is over on your left. Of, he, he's like telling me, "He's like, man, damn, man." He's like, "He's like, man, you got one of them hard stomachs, man. Some soft bellies, easy to work with." And so he's like, he literally takes. Let me get you a shirt from the gift shop, player, yeah, and call the night. He takes, he takes like my belly and kind of like fluffs it to the side, and then he pushes down on me, and the other kid pushes the like the thing the the the, the lap bar like chest thing on me and then there's the, it, they get it down and then there's this like little like clamp they're trying to clamp the seat belt and it's touching but it's not locking and he literally son goes son of a bitch you're so like he Ugh. goes he's like all right cool cool and i'm like hey if i can't get goes nah 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 man and he gets his little radio out he's like hey jerome Hey man, we got one. Handle this with me. And so he's like, oh, and so oh man, the girl's like, I just wanted the picture. Hey, this is what happens. There's an Australian dude or a Kiwi or something. Hey, mate, you too fat for the run, no. mate. And he's like, come on, buddy, think thin, think thin, pal. And so he's there, and then too many shrimps in the bobby, mate. Suck it in, mate. Everybody's now a part of it. Like you feel like they're gonna slow clap like an '80s movie when this works. But the dude Jerome comes and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, hey. everyone to see someone possibly die in the ride, and now yeah, they got no, the phones out watching the dude trying. Oh, Everyone's filming me get getting him, and then the dude Jerome comes right, and he looks at me and he's like, "All right, all right," and then he goes to the girl and he's like, "He's like, y'all gonna have fun with this," and he goes, "Hey, homie, you just hold your breath," and I'm oh. like, "I'm like," he's like, "Exhale and hold," and I'm like. And I got no air in my thing. And he puts his foot on it. Oh, shit. <laughs> and pushes it. And then they lock it in. And they're like, yeah. And everybody's like, yeah. And then I'm like, I got no air. I got no air. I got no oh, air. My and he God. tells me, he's like, can you breathe? And I'm like, uh, uh, I'm like, a little bit. And he's like, it'll be quick, Holmes. <laughs> be on the thing. And all you imagine is yourself floating in the outer space as the Kool-Aid man. All I'm imagining this belt's is, about to fucking break. All and I'm imagining is, is if I breathe or if I like inhale and puff up that lap thing's gonna break when i came back down no lie to this guys when i came back down when the ride was done i was probably gonna pass out because i hadn't got a full breath in the entire time wow i was just like <sighs> and then and then he had the balls he had the balls to be like hey man if y'all want to pay an extra ten dollars i'll send you up again and the girl's like do you want to go hustle. again that's and a I'm hustle like, give me the fuck out this thing give me the fuck out this thing and no lie when they took it off me i had like the line on my belly from the little fucking uh, handle shit all on me. I got anxiety me. right now just hearing that story. It was rough. It was rough. But when they called Jerome in and he fucking, he came in there and kicked it like he was serving a warrant in on my belly, I was like, fuck. That yeah. reminds me of a time I was at a state fair and there was a bunch of uh, non-English speaking carnival carnies operating the ride. And I went up into some apparatus. I forget the exact ride, but it was the same exact situation. Yo, what up, Mike Busey? Yo, what up, yo? Oh, hell yeah. And I get up there, and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm not going to fit. Oh, shit. This is not going to clamp. Yeah. And this guy just gave me the old okey-doke. Okay, go ahead. Send them up. Send them up, S.A. Yeah. I'm like, no. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, yo, motherfuckers. Hey, yo, this shit ain't, this shit ain't clamping. It ain't clamping. So I like was like, 
And they weren't going to hear me because they were playing some loud-ass shit. Yeah, they're ass bumping their music. Fucking, uh, fucking sandstorm. Like, and I'm like, no, I'm going to fucking die at this state fair. No. And all these dudes are excited to like take a picture of me after I maybe may not die on this ride. I'm like, this is not the way I'm fucking yeah, going out. ain't going out like that, man. So I had to like literally tell the fucking Chico to stop the goddamn ride. I'm like, yo, uh, gringo no fito. <laughs> and then quietly did the walk of shame back down the funnel cake line and uh yeah and then i proceeded to talk to people like yeah you know i guess i'm too big for this ride this oh you bullshit. know here's the thing too this is the fat guy shame this is what sucks when we're too big for something we feel like we then have to talk about we it to, to everybody we it. see yeah we gotta explain it you're fucking right i guess i'm just you know can you thing. believe the nervous guys that yeah. make this ride so small for fucking, fucking, what, 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 what are you making this chinese children what the fuck is going on here <laughs> and fucking and it's funny too because like i said they'll tell you shit like yeah bro your shoulders are just too broad bro you drink too much milk sa yeah, you gotta jump off homes. i think the reason you can't fit is your pectorals are just so goddamn big and tight sa and you're like Whoa. yeah that's why i'm spilling out of this shit like biscuits from a fucking can <laughs> that hey listen when you know shit ain't right and you're in one of those sketchy rides you know that you gotta get the fuck off and no one seems to care at the moment there's <laughs> yeah. this fraction of, it's called survival it's like do you pull the cord and get the fuck out of there frantically or you just like play it cool and then then you're like you ever been in a situation where you went too long and you had to hold on yeah. for dear life you're like if in any second I stop giving this a death grip, I am dead. I've been in a situation like that. Have you that. ever been in a situation where you got that chest thing that comes over you, and then the ride starts, and it just moves up like three inches? It just goes, clink, clink, and you're like, fuck! I love thrill rides, but as a child, I was always like, all right, I know these motherfuckers break off, and finally, like, eventually, they someone dies on this shit, Okay granted their family makes a bunch of money they get season passes forever and some couple gift cards to the fucking gift shop but could today be the day that this roller coaster breaks and, yeah. and that's what i always wonder about that's why i don't go on manta or superman or any of the ones that you got to lay down that they like put you in a lay because i've been in roller coasters that have broke down in comfortable positions but i do not want to be broken down Laying on my fucking stomach, hanging from the air. Can we just pass legislation that every roller coaster should have a body of water like 20 feet below it? Yeah. Case a fat dude falls out. Every roller out. coaster should have a lazy river underneath it. Yes. So when you fall, you're just cruising around like, what a blast. Just go ahead and slap a, a life jacket on me and some goggles. <laughs> yeah. Take my shoes off, grab my cell phone. And if, if it, the shit breaks, then the shit breaks. I fall into some water. I swim to the shore. Give I've, me a, a gift shirt. Wow, oh my god, same fucking place. I wore my uh, camo fucking uh, vest, and I couldn't close it, and I come to the front of Universal Studios one year, and they're like, excuse me, sir, oh, excuse me, sir, excuse me, sir, and they have like these secret little like security groups yeah. that follow people, and, and I obviously fucking trigger every alarm to like we got a code four yeah. code four they call it a three. code Busey now. Yeah. Like, we got a code Busey, oh hell yeah. So one year... I'm going to Halloween Horror Nights. This motherfucker got a hard on for me. He was like, Ugh, "You can't. You gotta. You gotta zip that jacket up. You can't have your belly exposed." He literally. They had some, I guess, procedure they follow. He walks me to a gift shop, and he goes, "Um, we're gonna let you pick out anything you want." I was like, "Let's huh? take a mug." No, <laughs> I go. I'm in the Simpsons gift shop. 
I buy the sweetest all over print of like every Simpsons character. This bitch barely fits me. <laughs> I get a 3X, it barely fits me, okay? And as I look, I'm wearing this shit. I'm like, wow, y'all are not going to let me wear this jacket because it doesn't, I can't cover my fat gut. But my fat gut is hanging out the bottom of your <laughs> Simpson shirt. I look like a fat dude wearing spandex. And I have photos somewhere deep in my phone of me at Universe Studios wearing a fucking... And they gave me... I'm like, damn, this, this shirt's like fucking $35. They just gave me a free shirt. So if you are fat and you want to get a, some free merch, go to Universal and look at an appropriate. come in there butt-ass naked. <laughs> I guess I need shoes and everything, man. Yeah, they're like, all right, come on over here to the fucking shoe section. We're going <laughs> to yeah, get you right. i get you right at Universal. I'm all Simpsons fitted out like a dope boy stun a car somewhere. <laughs> Speaking of memorabilia, tomorrow is a big day Ooh. because tomorrow... We're going to go see my buddy Joey Fatone. He has some uh, some very unique items we're going to go look at. We're going to go fucking pillage his storage facility. We're doing a, a sausage pickers show. And um, he has this uh, giant fucking movie theater screen that was actually on MTV Cribs. It's when he had his drive-in theater on that Cribs episode. And we're going to see... Uh, this mechanical bull that was like I guess on tour of within sync. They like had it. It was like everyone I don't I don't know who fucking wrote it or something. I'm sure I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't see that I'm sure Lou Perlman I'm sure Lou Perlman was on tour. a naked one time all slow listening to Genuine. You own it <laughs> Hey Joe, my saddle. Run it, you wanna sign this contract extension boys? Yeah. Come on, get on this pony. I like both here's the funny thing. Uh, I know for a fact, and Mike, wait till I'm done talking and answer answer if this is true. But when we both think of Lou Pearlman, we actually are both thinking of Jerry Heller from the Dre Day video. <laughs> because both yes. of us, every time we do a Lou Pearlman impression, it's Jerry Heller, the fucking shitty manager from Dr. Dre's Dre Day video with Sleazy E, Easy E, the Easy E lookalike. And that's exactly who we both think of uh, oh, fucking yeah. Lou Pearlman as. Sign your life. I mean, I mean you sign this contract. contract. Yeah, so we're going to go not only see this blow-up movie theater screen he's giving me. Uh, so to all you sexy-ass soccer milfs out there, if you got, when this episode airs, man, we still could be in that fucking facility. Hit us up, because if you want some goddamn Joey Fatone in-sync DNA to, like, put inside a Petri dish and fondle inside your vaginas to make a fucking a perfectly singing baby... Hit us up tomorrow because we're going to have some Fatone DNA items. Don't be surprised if you come here to Members Weekend or Kids Day. Not only is there one mechanical bull, there's a goddamn Lance Bass mechanical penis in my living room <laughs> with fucking autographs from fucking JT and Joy Fatone and don't be the rest of the boys. Don't be surprised if the next podcast you see us in these shiny velour jackets and we're talking on those headset microphones. <laughs> Dirty pop. Bop, bop, bop. Dirty pop. We're fucking in sinking the shit out of this. Yeah, don't, no, seriously. I'm, I'm, I, we already have a mechanical bull, but I might put that mechanical bull in the living room. It's not put, that, that big. If we put them together, maybe they'll mate. Yeah. Mechanical bullies. <laughs> and if things, Joey also mentioned that he has an actual kit car. He's got kit from Knight Rider. Michael. That's it. That's it. He has a kid car 
and uh, we may be uh, obtaining it. If we get the kit car, we're not doing shit tomorrow. Other than listen, that. I'm bringing the. I told. I already told Joey Padone. I'm like, listen, the fucking kit car is going in the middle of the living room. We're gonna walk around it. I'm gonna. Oh yeah. Put it in the hallway. And I'm getting Mr. Feeney to do the voice again. And by the way, uh, David Hasselhoff does follow me on Twitter, and I will fucking hit him up and be like, hey, David, it's me, Mike. I need you to fucking send me a mannequin so I can put it in my living room with this kit car. We're taking the air hockey table out and putting the kit car right there. <laughs> fucking just wong, 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 wong. I like Michael. how the kit car has nothing advanced nowadays. Like a Tesla would fuck it up except for doing jumps. An iPod <laughs> from the fucking yeah. 2005 would be more advanced than the kit car. An, an iPod in a Fiat is more advanced than the lie. kit car. I've always still wanted to drive up a ramp into a semi well, yeah, that's the thing the kit Pontiac car can do. my whole life. You remember Spy Hunter, the video game? You used to do that in Spy Hunter. You used to drive up. You drive right up into the back of the fucking uh, truck with those ramps. Every time I see a ramp on the highway, anytime I'm driving and I see a truck with a ramp down, there's always a part of me that thinks, like, I could definitely save gas if I just fucking hopped up on this thing and rode onto the back of it. I wonder besides the kit car, though, besides besides Joey's kit car, besides the Lance Bass, all-you-can-ride uh, dick bull... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> besides all the letters from fucking uh, uh, Lou Pearlman being like, Joe, it was one time I was drunk. You got to let me slide. Like, <laughs> What do you think we're going to find in there, Mike, when we raid the, the temple of Fatone? I'm hoping we'll find some fucking... I hope there's a letter from Britney Spears that says, you can never tell Justin. That was just one weekend. One oh, weekend no, listen, of getting Joey done told me some secrets that I will not talk about. He done told me some shit. Oh, those boys! Those and boys. It goes bigger. Blast. It goes bigger than than who you're talking about. Yeah, I've heard. Those, I've, I've heard some stories. Because those boys were on top of the world. Biggest, biggest fucking of pop group of of the time. Friends with like Michael Jackson. They been, they were at the White House and everything like that. Fucking those boys were on top of the world. I don't think there was anyone that maybe maybe there was somebody that like. Didn't want to fuck Justin, but they wanted to fuck somebody in that band. Like, 95% of all females who were heterosexual wanted to fuck in sync, And 3% of heterosexual men wanted to fuck in sync. Like, literally. You probably got a point there. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you, if you. So, that's tomorrow. Yeah. As in, by the time you are hearing this podcast, we may or may not be at Joey Patone's. We may have a kit car. Yeah. Is what we're saying. We may have the most. The most technologically if, advanced vehicle ever made, which happened to be a Pontiac. And as if things couldn't get even crazier, we go from the who's who of entertainment to the who's who of sports. We're talking about the one and only Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq, Shaq Diesel, Shaq Fu. I'm going of to his Fu house. Fu fame. I'm going to his house oh, on what Thursday. Do you mean, what do you mean you're going to his house? <laughs> Everyone's what like. What do you mean you're going to his house? Ronnie Rob's like, hey, uh, you, know, you know, what are we doing? Let I'm me like, explain, whoa, let, hey. Well, let me explain to his partner. All the goddamn doctor visits I've gone to, I have earned Shaq's house. All right, so we're going to be filming an episode of Sasha's Pickers. I'm going to be going around and trying to negotiate and buying some shit for my homies. Some things are going to be gifted. Some things are going to be bought. Some things I'm looking at Miguel. Some things are going to get stolen. I'm straight up, man. Some things I'm going to be like, hey, Miguel, the IRS can wait on that money, you know? Hey. Yeah, I'm going to be like, I'm like, what are you trying to say, Shaq? I came here with that giant Shaq diesel fish tank. Yeah. <laughs> that was in my car already. If anyone wants to buy the fish tank that Shaq has, he has a giant uh, fucking... It was on that, what was it? The, what was the aquarium? Tanked. Shows? Tanked, yeah. It was on the uh, fish, fish aquarium, custom building aquarium show called Tanked. He has this giant fucking semi 
in his living room, and uh, we may or may not be, you know, fucking obtaining it along with some other shit. What would you want? Like, okay, so you go to Joey's. Let's start with Joey. What would you want to find there that you could have? Well, other than the amazing, creepy, fucking fantastic. Have we talked about the painting that yeah, I Yeah, we talked about the portrait, yeah. Okay. I did, we're 30, 31 episodes? 31 episodes in. And I still cannot remember what the fuck we've talked about and what we haven't. Well, but don't worry. We're not like the rest of these internet fucktards you follow. We got plenty of fucking stories, motherfuckers. So sit down and shut the fuck up and listen. But you go to Shout out to all the truckers. You go to... Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I just want to be the biggest podcast I want trucker truckers nation. and runaways and hitchhikers because they roll with truckers. I literally <laughs> want the... They're just sitting in an Either orphanage. the hitchhiker finds out about it or the runaway tells them. Yeah, they're like... Hey, before you kill me, turn on that fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah. There's show. nine kids in an orphanage sitting on triple stack beds eating gruel be like, yeah, I was riding from San Antonio to two saw with the trucker tried to diddle me but boy he had the best podcast bro i got it this is what the podcast needs to start doing put all of our money time and shares and effort into bathroom advertisements at truck stops pilots the buckies only found at buckies you'll only find us at buckies and flying jays flying jays i want to be in every bathroom shower crazy hold up you know what's crazy actually and this is true the glass cabinets where the roman i know heads i know a guy who is a buyer for tchotchkes and stuff. Liar. You're a goddamn liar, Miguel. Yeah, I met... Oh, my God. I met him fucking this year. Get him on the phone, Miguel. Yeah, I met him in, like, January, and he was telling me that's what he does. He goes... He picks out what the Flying Jays are going to have. So... And a lot of them have the same shit, because we... Oh, There God. was a couple times we were on tour... And we were at, you know, pilots and shit. We were like, oh, look at this Spartan helmet. It's only $75 in this glass case. Maybe I should buy it. Yeah, and I'm going to bring back something. Guys, when you're on tour and you're living on the road and you're going truck stop to truck stop, Here we it go. is important that you steal. It is important that you Mike Buzzi does not endorse this. Guys, let me explain to you. I would wake up, walk into the Flying J, make myself one of those big-ass ice creams with all the toppings on it, go grab a lotion, a drink, walk it all into a It's the a Puerto sh- Rican and Miguel. Yeah. He's like the Back to the Future photo. He starts to disappear. Yeah. He's like, I'm starting to disappear. <laughs> I got to steal something. Dude, and, and, and there is nobody who knew it more than Tucker because Tucker would die laughing. I would just take all my stuff and go sit down at whatever Arby's table was in the Flying J eating all the food I stole and then uh, I would- He stole a goddamn drink at this fucking lake county <laughs> fucking Chotsky fucking I, welcome but, center that we I, went to but the other day. But I did it gangster. I did it in her face. And then they get, we're, he's not only stole it, but he, they were giving us free frozy, freezy fucking Slurpees and ice cream. And that guy that guy just texted me, Orlando. He texted man, me earlier today. I told I him to come text to the, him back. I told him to come to the party. I got to piss again. This oh, third, my God. This is a I, record. Third time. Chug some, chug some whiskey before you piss. Chug that peach. If you're gonna if you're gonna make a spectacle of yourself, at least be drunk. Jesus Christ! Don't judge me, I'm judging the fuck out of you. You, you have the you have the bladder of a four year old girl. I'm gonna go, piss on the go piss on the scrambler. Now, me and Mike were talking about something that's fucking uh, that's crazy now in our old age. At our age now, we don't decide when we piss. We get told by our balls we're about to piss, and we don't get told like a. In the next couple minutes, you got to piss. There's literally been times where my balls have been like, we're pissing. We're pissing now, buddy. We're piss-. There's been times where I had to drop everything I was about to do in a Winn-Dixie and find the bathroom. 
There have been, I've even got to the point now where I've gotten really good at being able to just open my car door, pull my dick out, and piss on the ground wherever I am, and then just drive right, off, yeah, man. Right. When, you hit that, when you hit that old 40, when, you hit that, you hit that fucking age, man, where your dick don't work for you anymore, man. Like at this point, man, my you dick, work for me, guy. Yeah, my dick tells I'm me how it's going down. Yeah. But yeah, guys, when you go to a, when you go to a flying J, remember I said this: uh, you have to steal. You have to steal at truck stops. It's the only way to keep you sane on the road. Like, I, I fucking lived off fucking TCBY stolen ice cream. Uh, we were telling a story about the guy who was talking shit to me in the hallway and the, the, the fucking yeah, truck Yeah, we, we told him one of the earlier podcasts, man. We were going to pay $1,000 for somebody to come shit on that floor and teach him a lesson. Listen, guys. How about the it, barber, though? We didn't tell a story about the barber who fucked everybody's hair up. <laughs> there is a bar. What, what, sta- what state Arkansas? was that? Arkansas. Are you sure? Texas or Arkansas? Texarkana? No, it was Arkansas. Arkansas. There was this young jit who he just got out of prison. He was working upstairs. We Google a barbershop across the highway, and we're like, oh, wow, it's right across the street. We're like, wait a minute. This is another truck stop. We go up there, and then we're like, there's no, what the fuck is this? Because we, we, we're not, we're, we're just becoming truckers, okay? <laughs> yeah, we're like, like rookie entry level. Like, we're trying to figure shit out. We're trying to learn the code of the road. Like, yeah. How many fucking lot lizards roll up in the cab? Yeah. We don't know. Da, 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 da. And um, lo and behold, it was a fucking barbershop upstairs. No AC. Mm-mm. Young, young, young black fella looking like a Belle Did DeVoe reject. Was like, what's up, fellas? How y'all? Oh, damn, y'all. And and here's the thing. Black guys, when they meet me, especially on the road, they're like, hey, man, you uh, you some kind of wrestler? <laughs> It's always wrestler or rock band. And I feel like I'm like low key, like, wow, this guy's being kind of racist because <laughs> that's like me saying, Whoa, are you some rapper? Because it's always like, Yo, you a you in a rock band or you a wrestler, bro? I'm like, uh, you know, and then they see Midget Mac come out and, and they- a bunch of girls are like, they're really fucking confused. Next thing you know, we're all, there's like eight of us lined up in this hot ass barbershop upstairs in the middle of fucking nowhere. It was so hot when you exhaled, it was cooler. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like oh yeah, we were all fucking like dying. He was cutting, and I remember <laughs> Hot Rod, Hot Rod got dreads, and he was like, "This motherfucker tried to charge me the same thing he charged y'all. I just need to light up." <laughs> and this dude fucked up all of our hair. So the remainder of the tour, we had the most jank ass haircuts. <laughs> yeah, everybody's and we paid lying. Them good, paid them what? You ever, you ever just be forced to tip someone really good, yeah. even though you, they gave you shitty service? You're like motherfucker. I'd be like wondering if the waiter or waitress knows me. I'm like, all right, if they don't know me, then I can get away with just giving them like five, ten. Remember bucks. that time we got that waitress at the pizza place, and she came like the first, our waitress didn't know who we were, and then the other waitress who we had blessed severely, she oh, comes yeah. running up. She's Hundos. like, oh, she's like, you're gonna love these guys. They're gonna take so good care of you. She's telling the whole place like, oh. There, there's this one little place me and you go on dates. It's our little date spot, man. Our little lunch dates. And it's this little cute-ass little fucking fire brick fucking pizzeria. We go in the town of Claremont. We go there. And we've been known to throw hundos down on some some not-so-good service. It's, fu- it's funny talking about that, though, Mike. It's funny because... Uh, uh, a couple girls have brought up that they they follow me and you when we're on like Snap and stuff, and they're like, I don't see Mike and Courtney or you and any other girls going on dates, but I always see you and Mike going on dates. It's true. We literally went to a picnic. We went on a picnic at a state park. We took Chick Fil A to it. We paid five dollars to go to a state park, 
and we literally went on a hunt for gay dudes. We're like, hey, it's me, some new meat. Come and get it, boys. <laughs> Like, I ain't gay, but I'll fucking flaunt it. And then we went to an antique shop afterwards. Oh, yeah. We, 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 <laughs> listen, if y'all think, like, man, there is so much shit going on that doesn't even get recorded behind the scenes. Chris, our camera guy, he literally makes notes sometimes. He'll, we'll hear him laugh. I love Chris's laugh, by the way. His laugh it just has a very it's good, genuine, contagious laugh that when I hear it, it makes me laugh even more. And he writes notes. I'm like, what do you got, Chris, for this week? Because we don't, we don't write notes. This is very organic. We'll like talk about one or two things we want to talk about, and then most likely not even talk about it during the podcast. Yeah, Stephen just brought up that we'll go over a bunch of stuff. Which Stephen, fuck you, because today we did talk about two things we we said we were going to talk about. Yeah. But generally, Stephen's right. We'll talk about. We'll have a whole game plan. We'll be like, all right, we're talking about midgets. We're going to talk about this, and then boom, we get on, and it's like aliens. Like I never <laughs> thought about talking about Bud and Rex. The mystery roommates of the Sausage Castle until tonight. And guys, if you don't know what Bud and Rex look like and you're listening, please send us drawings or pictures <laughs> of people that you see and tell me that, like, just open a magazine and be like, I think this is Bud and I think this is Rex. And for the record, uh, if you just joined us, go back to episode one, spend a week of your life getting up to par, and then... um just know that, yes, I did give my phone number out, and yes, I am talking to about 40 fucking two people through via text message. There are guys that are literally, like, I'll forget, <laughs> I'll forget, I won't even have to scroll far. I'll look at my phone, and there'll be a text message from a guy that'll li- literally say the craziest sideways shit. I'm like, what? And I have to look, and then it's like, oh, here's the, here's the porn star bitch that Robert fucking ate her ass. And this is a text message I got. Okay, at at 11.30 a.m., Robert couldn't kill her. Just listen to the last podcast. God damn, that was the juiciest ones yet. <laughs> and then it's like, on another note, if you do have a second half, onlinemagic.com, swipe up so there can be naked chicks we can look at. So, Miguel, fuck you. They do want to see naked chicks. And look, this is, hey, whoever sent me this, this photo, photo of this porn star that robert almost killed um here is the fucking um here's their photo of her her titties and mouth sewn shut not from robert that i know of um yeah and that's what i woke up can you imagine waking up and you're in the shower and you're looking at you like what the fuck and you're like oh god oh god what 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 and then you're like i'm not gonna lose my job i'm gonna lose my fucking family yeah, <laughs> these are real life messages, like that. I'm how about inter- the dude? How about the dude? How about followers. this? I'm gonna throw a little shit in the street. How about dudes that hit you up, being like, "I want you to fuck my girlfriend, bro." That happened right before we went on. Yeah, and right that, and, and, and it started out with the dude, and I definitely believe he wanted to suck your dick because then he like segued. Listen, I'm gonna refresh this, and I guarantee you, he's snapping me something right now. I fucking this dude sends me videos of him fucking hot chicks. He got a huge ass dick, and I'm just like kind of like hell yeah, man, it's cool, bro. Yeah, fucking hell yeah. But then, randomly tonight, he goes, "Just let me, just let me deep throat your cock, bro." <laughs> I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Are I'm you like, even a member? First of all, are you even a member of MyBeezer.com? Because yeah, that's a gold member request, bro. <laughs> Second of all, um, deep throat in my cock has never been in the same sentence. Okay, yeah. so. 
Good luck with that. Yeah, your nostrils could deep throat his cock. And then he was like, I want to watch you fucking fuck my girlfriend who is hot as fuck. All right, so we just had a little talk about this, and Steven Steven had a different view for it because, you know, uh, basically, based on the story he told me, he was a victim of pedophilia. But uh, it happens. (laughs) It happens, kiddo. You were cute. Uh, Cute ass. When when there have been dudes who have been like, uh, or there have been girls that have told us, like, hey, uh, my boyfriend wants to watch you fuck me or face and that's what this dude drop here i'm about to pop it right now i'm about to to show you and to me though i can't because i know that dude's beating i don't don't know if you can see this but this is i know that dude's beating off thinking about me and i don't want i don't want to play into that if you're beating off thinking about me because that's your thing that's your thing but i don't want to i don't want to give you the goods i don't want to be like hey man i don't want to tease you i don't want to be a cock tease all right, whoever, be a cock tease whoever to some top dude, you know? verified models is on the, on fucking Snapchat, keeps sending me photos of his giant ass dick, <laughs> and I'm showing the camera this right now. Yeah, bring that dick to oh, your face. Oh, bring that dick right to your it. face. Hey, so, real quick, this too, is dude's Mike, giant Mike, 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 dick. We can't see. Can you stick your tongue out? <laughs> Can you stick your tongue out? Can you stick your tongue out? Be so like, this dude sends me photos or uh, videos of his giant ass dick fucking his hot ass girlfriend, and. I don't know what to say because I'm like, yo. But then tonight it gets it takes a uh, a turn for the for the worse, and he's like, yo. So if you remember, you're watching this. I'm showing a video of this hot ass chick sucking this dude's giant ass wiener. But then he come up with the fucking, hey, just let me suck your dick, bro. Because that's where it leads. See, Stephen. So Stephen said when he was a youth, uh, he used to bang these milfs, and their husbands used to watch. And it's Stephen. First of all, it's not your fault, babe. It's not your fault, okay? But so Stephen was a victim of pedophilia, uh, and you know now I get the unlovable tat. Uh, you know it, 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 it keeps it, the damage goes on forever. But here's the thing: those dudes that are jerking does. off not because of their wife, but because of you. And uh, you know you're being a cock tease, bro. You're being a cock tease to you're some dude. Flaunting that cock around, yeah. they're getting yeah. They're like, look at that big that, old fat hog. Because guys, if you don't one know, one day you'll get tired of pussy and just let them suck yeah. it. Yeah. If you don't know, guys, Stephen <laughs> does have a really big hog though. Huge hog. Huge hog, man. That's why I don't get why he thinks he's unlovable. I'm like, this I morning love that on the thing. Snapchat, <laughs> everyone thought he was a chick because the way he was turned, he had his long, beautiful hair. And he was turned sideways, and he kind of kind of looked like a big girl, you know, taking a shit mm-hmm. on the in the porta potty. And then he turns over, and he just see just his face, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Everyone fucking snapped me back, like, "Yo, I thought that was a chick, bro." Fuck. Well, Stephen, you know, Stephen performed for you know, he's just I'm your private dancer, like crying as he's Dance fucking this woman, <laughs> and the guy's sitting there smoking a cigarette with his legs crossed, and he's like, "Now show me your butthole, both of you." And he's like, "I just wanted an Xbox." But um, so those guys who are young into guys- your early sexual exploitations, just know that there are several. Guys out there who will gladly hand you their wife, but they don't want, worry. They, but I'm gonna tell you this much: it comes at a price. It comes at a price because at first they're like, "Bro, I just want to know you're fucking my girl. That's hot." And then it escalates. You're like, all right, I could look past it. You know, whatever. Yeah. Is he in the room? Is he fucking staring through the window? What, and what's then, terms? and then you will get hit with something that you're like, oh "Just my let me God. come on your back, bro. Yeah, come on. yeah. Let me come oh, on your like, back. Hey, hey, how about this? Come inside her." And then I'm going to slide my dick in there, and your cum's going to be all on her. And then it's like the mafia, bro. At first, they're just like, deliver these packages, deliver these packages. All and right. then one day, they're like, walk into the store and shoot that Chinese guy in the fucking face. Listen, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm in too deep. I'll tell you this. I have been in several situations where Jenny Jizz and her husband, who was filming it, 
is sucking off some random dudes. And these are some, you know, some fucking cool ass dudes who got internet access. I seen a Craigslist ad and said, I need to show up at this hotel room at this time at this place. And they're catching a blowjob. And next thing you know, Jenny Jizz decides to take his wiener and his wiener and rub them together. And, and that's the moment where you have to deep, deep, deep down inside of yourself and say, am I okay with this? Yo, at that moment, when your wiener gets rubbed on another wiener, it's like being in the room okay. and one of your home and one of your homeboys shoots somebody, and now you realize like, oh fuck, I'm either in all the way or I'm out because. And, and just for the record, full disclosure, and I'm sure this will make a highlight clip. I'm sure, and I I, I say this very very heterosexually. I'm sure the wet wiener of the head of your penis touching another wet wiener of another head of a penis probably feels good. Slime on slime. <laughs> However, inside, inside, it doesn't feel good because you're like, I'm catching a full job. Why the fuck is this other wet wiener, slimy wiener, touching the head of my slimy wiener? But do you stop? And that is the question every man has to ask himself. At that moment, you have between you and your Lord, Savior, do you say, Hell no, nah, bitch, stop sucking my dick and punch her in the face and walk out of the hotel? Or do, you, or do you just uh, keep Steven, letting it go? Steven, please, please, Steven. And, and Miguel, I will I tell you. you're like, if he gives me a Bitcoin. I have <laughs> seen Jenny Jizz suck several wieners and brought not one, but two, sometimes three or four. And I looked into these dudes' eyes, and it's like the first time you see your father cry. <laughs> you see your father cry, but you look away because you don't want to see it. And you look into this dude's eyes, and it's a soul-piercing gaze. And at that moment, he knows that you know that it's like you were okay with the tip of your slimy wiener touching another slimy wiener, and you kept it going. I mean, it's in the heat of the moment. How that's, can you? That's how they that, get you, the, bro. These guys can, out there are making pussy traps, wiener traps. Be careful for slimy wiener traps in the hot in the heat of the moment. You're like, I'm just catching here's a blowjob. He's gonna blow. Next thing you know, boom, your wiener touching you know, another wiener. You know, Game over. Get out. Run. Don't and, tell nobody. And the worst part about the slime is, you know, it did that lady in the tramp spaghetti thing. Oh, <laughs> just like <laughs> no! It looked like the Amazon logo. No! <laughs> Bro, listen, hey, I've seen. What if you came? What if a dudes. dude? What if a dude came inside Miguel, the dickhead? We've seen that inside in the, the living dickhead. room here. What if he came in the dickhead of another dude? Miguel, we've seen this in the living. We have seen friendly fire. From dudes who appeared to be very, very heterosexual, getting a blowjob in a group setting from the the one and only Jenny Jizz, and somehow someone had too many fucking beverages, and the Jizz got a little out of hand, went fucking zero gravity, floated in the dude's ear. I literally uploaded a photo on my Instagram of a dude's ear inside of his ear inside of his ear lobe. Completely covered in jizz. Okay, he didn't even hear it coming. And he, he definitely didn't hear it coming, and it was the friendly fire heard all around the world. And don't worry, don't worry, I have it on my phone somewhere. I will show you this photo. Oh wow, I'm good. I'm keeping. I'm keeping these in good albums here, Miguel. What is that album called? Um, it's just a little. That if you can, I don't know if you can zoom in on this or not, but that is a fucking a dude's ear who was catching a blowjob. One second, the next second, he's getting completely ejaculated into his ear. 
I uploaded on Instagram and I said nothing but friendly fire. It got deleted yeah, moments later. And that's crazy because, like, unless you know, that's just shampoo or Yeah, something. that could be anything. Why are you judging me, Instagram, you motherfuckers? He probably called Instagram, like, please, Instagram, take that down right now. Take it down right now. I even cropped this, this, his eyeballs out in his face. So, like, yeah. it could have been anyone's ear. What are they? Is he getting a, uh, is he getting identified in a lineup by his earlobes? Number four, if you could step forward and put a little shampoo on your ear. So if you are a member, I, we are definitely zoomed in on this friendly fire photo that I just showed. And that, it's, it's disgusting. But uh, Old you know what? That guy didn't skip a beat. That guy just kept on, yeah. kept on. You you wonder when she touches dicks together if it would be like like a spark would, you know, like you know, like he, it's just two fucking positive jumper cables. Someone texted me, "Hey," I said, "Who is this?" He goes, "I am Josh. I was looking for swinger party." These are real messages. Do you think? Here's the thing, Mike. Do you think you'd be able to keep your heart on when uh, when she basically rubbed a. Uh, no. What, rub the cock on? No, no. I would literally be like, like Cartman, fuck this, I'm going home. And I would cry all the way home. I would stop by McDonald's, get me some fries. Maybe Nothing McFlurry. would be the same. And Your favorite food would taste like shit. I would literally sit down in my car in a parking lot of McDonald's, and I would start typing out on my notes who was there, where they live, and how do I kill them all. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want that to be out there because... I believe in the sexual expressions of anyone. I don't care what you do with your genitals. However, I myself do not want to rub wieners with another man. I'm sorry. You can judge me. You can call me simple-minded. You can call me closed-minded. But I don't want my slimy fucking Saturn head (laughs) touching another Saturn head in a fucking group ejaculant gangbang at a fucking hotel at fucking goddamn the Holiday Inn at the trade port. Where Jenny Jizz and the Cum Artist have orchestrated many nights, and I've been there and I've seen it, and it's it's awkward. There's nothing more awkward than playing it cool, and then you see me answer the door. I'm like, "Hey, you here for the gangbang? Oh, here, hey, hey, you here for the blowjob? Oh, and they're just playing it cool. Next thing, those dudes are like chilling, but then it's kind of like weird because like they catch the nut. And then 80% of them are, like, gone. They're out. They're going back to their wife and Just children. Just like a man. Yeah. But then there's that 20%. They're, like, lingering. Like, hey, so when's the next blow bang? Yeah. I like, like I feel like they're hanging out by, like, the punch bowl, having some thick Newtons. They're like, hey, Jeremy, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, you know, the kid's been playing soccer and Brenda broke <laughs> yes. her arm. Yes. You know, it's like, anyway, man, when do you think the next blow bang? Well, I'm not going to be able to make it, but if you're in Toledo, we're going to go to that big fuck fest over there. Petey has a soccer game down yeah. in. Yeah. He, he made regionals. We're not oh, going to the next God. blow bang. Get out of here. I got to tell Margaret he made regionals. She was so proud when she found out he was taking soccer. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to rub my my greasy wiener on this other dude I just met over here's cock, and then uh, I'm gonna get out of here because they didn't validate parking, so I've only got the meter for another hour. I've listen. I'm not here to judge. Okay, guys, as if you've been listening to the previous thirty episodes, you know that I don't give a fuck. All right, what y'all do with your fucking Saturday put your dicks. wiener wherever you want. Just however, just just you know, let me know. Like yeah. hey, like hey, my name's Pete, and I'm okay with this, this, and that, but I'm not okay with that. There's nothing more awkward than when you meet a guy and you think you got him figured out and you find out he's into weird ass shit. Because here's, like, here's the thing with the wiener touching. Didn't see touching. that coming. It's not like these dudes are into the wiener touching. Because that's the thing. And this is the truth. If they were into the wiener touching, then when Jenny just touched their wieners, that would just be all part of their sexual kink. That's what they get down with. 
It's they don't know that's about to happen, and now they just got to ride it out like they're cool. Like, that's the, that's the wiener-touching moment. By the way, before we just started this episode, our friend who is in the highest level of government agency. Oh, yes. It has three letters, and it does not start with an F. It starts with a C. Uh, he's in Colombia right now, at the same place we were at this time last year. Yeah, and we were with him this time last year. Yeah, well, whoa, whoa, snitching away. Oh, hey, oh, you snitching on him being there. Hey, I didn't say nothing. Oh, you old snitch hey. snitch, oh. Old Saturday dick motherfucker. Oh, old police, oh, you he know starts, what? He FaceTimes us before we start the podcast and, and tells us, like, and he shows me the girl. He's like, she from Orlando. She speaks perfect English. He doesn't speak like that. Okay, hey, hey, good cover up. Hey, he's looking out for you. Miguel's a real one. He doesn't speak like that. He just that. put them on a whole nother scented trail. Went the other way, and we I was sitting this way, but Miguel, you did a good job on that one. However, our friend who will remain unnamed, who is yeah, he's in the CIA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I've known him since high school. I won't say his name. But I have definitely have held his badge as a special agent and slapped a couple of people in the face with it, drunk as fuck here. As you should. Yep. And uh, I had seen him in a long time, and one day we just randomly uh, show up in Columbia, and he's there too. Yeah. And he's there right now. And before we started this podcast, he FaceTimed us, and, and then I oh, actually got to see if she uh, approved my Well, I want to go back to Columbia. I know you don't, but I want to go back, and I want to have a blast. Well, uh, I definitely know we definitely will go back. Um. Definitely won't be using the uh, the Lady of the Night service that we had previously, and um, we. What else? What other membership on the internet does Netflix uh, uh, invite you to Columbia for yeah, all it's you like can a movie fuck premiere? Yeah, and drink fest and 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 Medellin Colombia to go hang out with Pablo Escobar's brother for the week. I don't think not. I don't think so. Do you? It's an, no, we offer an amazing, unique experience that no other membership service does. We're trying to uh, change the world. So, guys, listen, if you do follow us and you're listening and you're, and you're watching or listening for free or whatever, do us a favor, man. This is how we pay the bills. Please become a member. Come to our parties. Come to our events. Come dressed up as a, an Asian seaman, whatever. Be it, come in disguise. We don't have to really know your name. We don't really care about all the details. If you want to rub your Saturn dick on shit, that's fine. We've got gay people, we've got Christians, we've got atheists, we've got hood motherfuckers, we've got redneck motherfuckers, we've got every type of walk of life that comes here, and everyone's welcomed. Come with respect, come with, uh, you know, just in a good mindset of having a good time, and that's what it's all about, because life is hard, life is rough, and uh, Lord knows we don't need no more bullshit. You know, whatever you've been through the last year and a half, we just want you to come here, man, and just have a good time, and and. A part of us telling stories is is really a, a part of us just letting you know that man we're just like you guys we just have some cooler stories to tell and uh, and with that we're, is it is it time it's that, it's wow time. I didn't even know it that I was, was already great. I was second to it I was segueing right into it um, we love you guys thank you we have uh, <laughs> we have a family kids day coming up March sixth March sixth and then when's the first members weekend members is? weekend is March. 12th, 13th, and 14th. If you uh, if you're a member, you better RSVP soon. It's gonna be fun. Remember, Miguel, food, I have a question. Booze. So I I sign up at mybc.com. Yep. I become a member, and I don't have to pay anything else. I just no. get to come to your house. Thirty-three dollars a month. You get to come camp. over here whenever we have members weekends, which we'll be getting back to more frequency. We're gonna have them once a month again. Come, stay, camp, eat for free, drink for free. What's There's the catch? Activities. The catch is all you got to do is be a member. 
Really? That's the catch. That's a that's. I mean, fuck, if I come to one event a year, that's worth the entire membership. And I get to watch this podcast. And you'll get free see, merchandise from us after your, after your three months in, your 90 days in. Years and years of content. Years and years of content. Plus, when we're on the road, you'll get VIP access to our events. None of this sounds true, Miguel. This is really true. It's really true. You're damn right it is. And if you're into getting your fucking greasy dick rubbed up against another Saturn dick. Hey, fuck it. Fuck hey, it. <laughs> who are we to judge? Sincerely, we thank you on behalf of everyone y'all listen. Thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We hope uh, you've enjoyed all 31 episodes. That's right. And we'll continue to give you a new episode every week. Every week. And we just started a new YouTube channel. Yep. We'll see how long that lasts. Uh, uh, it'll be our 17th YouTube. Yeah. I was like one of the first. I would definitely say I know I was for fact. We got a YouTube channel banned before we put a single thing on it. Two of them. Two of them. So we had to have Chris, our camera guy, Go to his internet, Orlando internet, to another IP address to make a whole new email and a whole new YouTube account. So if you go uh, on YouTube, you can type in Mike Busey. And we, we, we don't even apply to get the URL yet. We have to wait like 30 days and have extra yeah. members. We have no videos uploaded, uploaded on it. And anything on YouTube is not under our um, our reign. So we have no control. We can't comment. We can't post. But now we have a brand new YouTube account. We're going to be posting highlights of the show uh, on there, videos, just highlights, samples. Yeah. Uh, and and then uh, we're also going to be posting some throwbacks and some new shit. But it's all going to be very, very PG-13. So don't get excited. It's going to definitely be some Nickelodeon fucking <laughs> kindergarten shit. Because YouTube are fucking Nickelodeon Nazis. And I don't even, we'd have literally, whatever the fucking standards are, we're going to have to like do that and go like 10% They'll be like, below. I think your font is too sexy. You're done. Yeah. No, but, it's true. They owe me thousands of dollars, Google does, and I get I get like letters from lawyers every now and then saying, yeah, I'll, for 15%, I'll get you that Google money, boy. You've, well, seen, wanna, you've, seen, you've seen the checks or yeah. the, the, the letters, right? Well, so. we want to thank you guys for listening so much. As always, from me and Mike, we appreciate all the support. We love you guys. Thank you, thank guys. You Tell so a much. friend. If every one of you just get one other person to listen to this podcast don't even tell them what it is like yo you gotta hear this they talk shit about you send them the episode one and then bring them all the way through yeah it's a spiritual journey and once you get to the end i think we give you like some uh some feather boa or something and we sweat you out in a fucking wigwam you gain and then, enlightenment yeah and you, i think you're illegally i think you're legally allowed to start a casino too after you listen to every episode <laughs> we love you guys thank you thank so you much guys. on behalf of miguel cologne jr and myself chris steven the Sausage Castle, all your members, thank you for everything you've done. I love you. I'm nothing without you. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.